When does a caterpillar improve in morals? The answer coming up later in the episode. Hello and welcome to episode 184 of Under the Call of MS. A MS deep dives episode. This is the beginning of June, so I got that little puzzle for you at the beginning of it. June is named for the Roman goddess Juno, patroness of marriage and of the well-being of women. Also from the Latin word juvenis, which means young people. Little, little trivia for you. Win yourself a free drink at the bar or something. <laughs> I just tried that. We're going to get into some more MS mobility stuff. We've been talking about lots of mobility issues, but I'm trying to get through some paperwork that was given to me when I first got diagnosed in case we find something that might be new of interest for us or something like that. But we mentioned like the location of all switches and electrical outlets. Make sure you you have them in the areas you need or hopefully if you have the luxury of building your own home, you can set them up right. You can get the lever switches and stuff so you can just tap them or the easy flip ones where you can just push them. Check into that. If a door is too difficult to open or close, try changing the hardware. Lever style handles are usually easier to use than round doorknobs. Temporarily metal or rub rubber handles found in adaptive equipment catalogs are useful if you travel or live in a rental property. The more expensive options are electric or hydraulic door openers, which honestly, I think are a super dickish thing. If you definitely have someone in a wheelchair or mobility issues that has to have something like that, have it. But we have a local post office and they have two to three buttons on each side of the doors. They have two doors you have to go through, which is stupid. Uh, And both doors have these hydraulic door openers on them. And a couple of the buttons don't even work. So you got to pull this door open and you're getting that hydraulic resistance. Well, my freaking arms hurt. And so picking up stuff and moving stuff, it's very painful. So when I'm pulling this heavy feeling door, it's doing more bad than good to me, which is, is a person with mobility issues that the door is supposed to be for. But when I hit the button, it doesn't work or it takes forever to open because the hydraulics probably haven't been oiled, greased, or anything in 20, 30 years since they put these things in. And just, I don't know, I'm kind of pissed off at our post office the way it is. They have two flags. We used to have Memorial Day. The American flag and the POW flag are sitting there outside a post office on the pole and they have shreds torn out of them. It's like, really? None of our veterans around the area doing the broad fries and stuff like that can't come up to the post office and say, here, here do you mind if we put a new flag up? <laughs> Have some respect for the flag. And you are a United States governmental facility. But yeah, try and talk to the lady that's running the thing and she gets all snippy with me. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Like, since they restructured our post office, it's falling apart here. But I suppose this is not a post office podcast. 
I don't need to talk about that, but those hydraulic doors, they can be harsh on people with mobility issues and tons of body pains if they don't work. And I do not understand why they would not have the, the upkeep done to the stuff. But what you're going to do, we got other post offices in our town with holes in the pavement outside the thing. I'm just waiting for all kinds of lawsuits to start happening to some of these places. If you have poor vision or balance, get your family members in the habit of leaving doors either opened or closed all the way so you don't run into or reach for unstable, partially open doors. It's like these full glass sliding doors sometimes can be very deceiving when they're nice and clean and you just don't realize that you're trying to walk through glass. Uh, if you purchase a new stove, choose one with controls at the front or center of the cooktop. You don't have to reach around the hot bands to get the buttons all that are in the back of the stove. Uh, smooth cooktops are easiest to clean, but yet they don't have a good clean product for them. So sometimes when you stain water and stuff on them, it doesn't come off nicely. They have some stupid things and they suggest using uh, scrapers with it and razor blades and work doesn't work great they should have thought that out better uh if you purchase or short strings or control rods on blinds your drapes can be placed with longer ones same with your ceiling fans and stuff like that you can add extensions to them so you don't have to try and stand up out of a chair or something to reach them and there's tons of them nowadays that have remote controls so you don't have to worry about the cords or strings that can be hitting you in the head or face or getting in your way uh, or getting in the way of others that are standing and mobile if you're in a chair or something and you got all these adaptability things for the lower levels and it's bugging other people and stuff like that make sure the remote controls for your home electric Electronic equipment actually work with all the features you expect to use. The more expensive models may be a wise investment, but yet try them if you can because some more expensive shit can be less enjoyable to use than cheaper stuff too. So I don't agree with I don't agree with the concept of spending more to get better product. That's not always the case. Uh, Access to telephone is essential for safety as well as for social and business readings. Carry a portable telephone to eliminate travel. Some models clip on the belt and have small headphones in place of a receiver or just an ear clip headphone with a Bluetooth. So their phones are more expensive, but they operate even if the phone or power lines are down. Install telephone jacks wherever you need them, even if it is unconventional. Include the bathroom and all of your usual work areas. Portable jack plugs, jacks plug into any electrical outlet. And consider which special feature provided by your phone company might make use easier. And nowadays, uh, you're dealing with a lot less phone jacks because of cell phones and all that stuff. And you might want to also focus more on charging station, have a nice area where you can 
plug all your devices in and you got all the cables there and you don't have to sit there and constantly search for one of the 20 different cables you need for each of your devices because god forbid we just make all the devices adaptable to the same stupid plug-in so we don't have to have all these different wide ones small ones narrow ones ones that don't have one side showing and all that stuff it's just Phone directories can be visible and physically difficult, visually and physically difficult, so can dialing. Disability exemptions are provided by most local and some long-distance characters. This eliminates charges for, for directory assistance and operated-assisted calls. You can also pre-program numbers into your into some phones, so you, can only, so you only have to press one button. Ask your telephone company or a family member or someone that knows what they're doing with it. They can read over the catalog and get it all programmed up for you. If you are constructing or remodeling a bathroom with a tub, consider centering the faucets in the middle of the long wall of the tub rather than at the end. An 18-inch tile-covered seat at one or both ends of the tub, tub is and level with the tub can be helpful. Facilitates transfers and storage. The ideal bathroom would have a tub and a roll-in shower. And nowadays you got the walk-in tubs and stuff like that. So take those into consideration. They got they've advanced quite a ways. They've gotten way better. Consider placing a half-size refrigerator, hot plate, toaster oven or microwave in the room or rooms where you spend most of your time. So you have to go up and down stairs or run all over the place to do things. If you have a nice little area you can set up, do it. Take advantage of it. Consider the weight of your tools, containers, and hand appliances. Lightweight tools and containers help with weakness and fatigue, but heavier objects give more sensory input, both touch and pressure. Weight may help some tremor and coordination problems. Some objects can be weighted, perhaps with sand or lead pellets. Some people have problems with weighted objects, so it can go both ways. Environmental control units, ECUs, can provide bedside or chairside control of many electrical functions. With an ECU, you can operate lights, fans, and other small appliances, heat, air conditioning, the telephone, the hospital bed, the audiovisual equipment. And they've got it pretty advanced nowadays where you can make most of your devices compatible with some type of electronic assistance. <coughs> Excuse me. One horse here all of a sudden. Uh, but yeah, it's, they have so many different adaptable devices that you can program many of your household items all to one device or to just a couple devices. So take those into consideration, look into them. Like we said, with the contractor, if you get a contractor that's mobility knowledgeable, he can help you out with thinking about things that you might not have thought of. He or she can help you out. <laughs> I yelled at these days. But adapting to low vision, you can assess the lighting throughout your home. 
avoid abrupt changes, such as going from a dark hallway to a bright bathroom full of shiny surfaces. The use of nightlights can soften the changes inexpensively. Sensitivity to light does not necessarily call for less light. If floor properly placed, properly shaded, indirect light sources. I like the LED lights. Uh, I'm living in a basement now with fluorescent lighting. And I got one set changed over to the LED and it's a nice white light. Whereas the other two sets are still uh, the fluorescent light tubings. And it gives off a yellow hue. And it's like I noticed it on the video podcast and stuff. But eventually I want to get all mine transferred over to the LEDs. Which I'm getting there. I think I picked up four more that are sitting ready to go in. Eventually I'll get them all replaced. Minimize shiny reflective surfaces by removing, covering, or refinishing them. Uh, stove controls, thermostats, and other dials can be marked. Use contrasting materials, dark on light or light on dark. If you rely more on your vision, try invisible markers if you can use touch or don't wish to the mar or don't wish to mar the appearance of the item. Uh, clear nail polish, dots, or puff paint works on hard surfaces. Clear raised stick-on dots that don't obstruct the view of sighted users are available commercially. Or try gluing various lengths of toothpick on the dials. Uh, hopefully you don't have the pokey on. <laughs> Grabbing something in the dark and poke yourself, that can be irritating. Identify steps, stairs, drop-offs, and edges by using the bright color paint and texture provided by sand additives. Paint the edge of each step, top and bottom of ramps, and the edges of hallways. The edges of doorways and windows can be identified by having the molding done in a dark color if the walls are light or in white if the walls are bright colors. I don't personally suggest, suggest sand textures and stuff. So if you're barefoot, it could be annoying to you if you have numbness and tingling. Uh, if done right, maybe the sand loosens up a little bit and you step down, slip, and hurt yourself because of that. I don't agree with those type of things. There's other texture strips and stuff you can use. Uh, maximize contrast wherever you work. Use light-colored containers and cutting boards when Preparing dark food, a dark non-skid mat or towel under under a container often helps you see what you're doing. Clutter and busy background patterns on floors, walls, tables, and dinnerware can make it harder to see accurately. Use a large print calendar, address book, calculator, and telephone dial if need be. While everyone should consider the safety of their home, it is especially important to plan for emergencies. If your MS causes cognitive mobility or vision problems, crime, fire, and accident prevention should be your first goal. Though emergency measures will never actually be needed. 
Remember that a fire or other crisis is very stressful. So plan with that in mind. Make sure you can get to and operate the phone, essential doors and locks, window latches, and your mobility aids when you are at your worst. Ask the police and fire departments for a safety inspection. Some fire departments will place a special decal on the bedroom window of a residence with a disability if you wish. Plan emergency exit routes. Install wide-angle peepholes in solid doors at your eye level. Install two if you sometimes answer the door from your chair or scooter. When answering the door, call out, I'll get it, Henry. If you're not, if you are alone, never open the door to a stranger. If he or she claims to be a police or utility officer, ask for a badge and a verifying number to call and do it. Uh, can't trust anybody these days, so watch what you're doing. Look at your residence from the outside to be sure you aren't advertising that someone with a disability lives there. Camouflage ramps with landscape plants. No more than waist high. Keep your car with wheelchair carrier or handicap plates in a closed garage. Choose a removable handicapped vehicle placard, placard or hang tag if your state gives you the option. Don't invite salespeople over or place classified ads which require people to come to your home unless someone is with you. Never let strangers on the phone know you are alone or disabled. It may be tempting to use your disability as an excuse to put off telemarketers or to strike up a conversation if you are lonely, but it can be dangerous. Uh, electric door locks and intercom systems may be well worth the investment. You can talk with a visitor without opening the door and be assured that the door will lock automatically behind guests as they leave. Some designs also function as an intercom throughout the house. Choose a visual reminder at the table where you eat to ask yourself if you turned off the stove. If you need an actual note to yourself, use it. Or something which is always there, like the salt and pepper shakers to remind you. Be sure your fire extinguisher is accessible and that you know how to use it. Choose a day of the week on which to test your smoke alarms. Change their batteries when you reset the clocks for daylight savings time changes. Or get the new 10-year batteries. Or just get a, make sure all your devices are up to date. And most of them, when that battery even gets partially low, they go off and will not shut up. And they will constantly just beep every few minutes. And you'll know. Batteries are low. They're annoying, <laughs> but they'll save you if, in case of an emergency. Keep electrical cords and computer cables controlled out of traffic patterns and not hanging over counter edges. And I worry all the time because being in the basement, if there's a fire, we're stuck. We ain't getting out. So it's a, we do have a fruit cellar down here. So if there was a fire, I'd probably go into the fruit cellar. That's the coolest, dampest area, and probably take the least amount of heat in that area. But more than likely, we'd still die of smoke asphyxiation, anyways. 
But yeah, that's a scary thing to think about when you live in a basement. Decide on a decorating style or overall tone that makes you most comfortable. Sleek look is the easiest to clean and maintain. It is possible for a home to look warm and full of favorite things while promoting work simplification and energy conservation. For example, keeping collections under glass reduces cleaning. Comfort has a direct effect on your physical, emotional, and socially. You provide yourself, your family, and your guests with a comfortable home through the physical senses. Consider all of them when planning your home. Lighting can make your home appear warm and cozy, bright and cheery. Good lighting improves safety and reduces some types of fatigue. Light can come from natural or artificial artificial sources. Colors and visual textures can influence moods and enhance safety as well as beautify your home. Look at your home with the eyes of a newcomer, a decorator, or photographer. What can you do to enhance your views? Get in the habit of appreciating your best views. Surround yourself and your family with emotionally important objects. Most environmental sound tapes, or music, environmental sound tapes, wind chimes, and some clocks provide pleasing background sounds. Especially if you have tinnitus, we talked about that in the past. Having a constant sound going is good. You can get those little sound tapes and just have them running, or nowadays just ask Siri or whoever to play certain sounds for you. So do pets such as canaries, finches, or other birds, a bubbling aquarium, or a purring cat, all of which need daily care, lots of care, pain in the ass care. Make sure if you can't take care of them, someone else is there to help you take care of them. <laughs> but five to five this morning. So the cat's always on that 5 a.m. click. As it in his head, he knows exactly when it's. 5 a.m. and little Lemmy Kilmeister just has to wake us up. But some days it's five minutes before. One day this week he actually let the wife sleep in for an extra hour and a half, which surprised me. He played upstairs and then he came back downstairs and crawled in bed with us. So, oh, those are good things, but that happens like once a year. <laughs> Babies, you got. A couple of years of whining, crying, dealing with them waking you up. Cats will deal with, you'll deal with it their whole life. <laughs> uh, these pleasant sounds can be drawn out, can drown out unpleasant noises. So can white noise machines. Inside walls can be soundproofed if noise levels are causing you stress. Temperature, humidity, and ventilation affect your comfort and influence. How things feel. Moreover, your MS may make you sensitive to temperature extremes. 68 degrees Fahrenheit is considered the idea temperature for working indoors. Different textures have inherent temperatures. Metals, ceramics, and smooth surfaces feel cool. Fabrics, carpets, and textured surfaces are perceived as warm. 
Common sources of pleasant scents are flowers and plants, candles, potpourri, cooking aromas, clean products, fabric softeners, air fresheners, and perfume. But don't overwhelm your environment. A little goes a long way. And they have the little scented oil machines nowadays. And you can put a few drops on your air filters in the wintertime and stuff. So when the heat kicks in, it's getting the smell throughout the house. You can use your lavender, your eucalyptus, your cinnamons, your peppermints, your regular mints, your grapefruits, your lemongrass. And there's just so many different ones. And supposedly certain ones do benefits to us. But there's tons of sources to explore for technical and financial help. You can check out the National MS Society. Every state has vocational rehabilitation. Many cities have independent living centers. Um, you can check on tax deductibilities. There's low-income requirements that state and local departments have human resources that can have programs which can help you. Uh, look for sources of donated goods and services. Most states have a service agency for the blind if you need that. Uh, there's Institute for Human for Human-Centered Design. There's how to build ramps for home accessibility, wheelchair ramp programs, special living magazines, National Institute for Rehabilitation Engineering, Independent Living Research Utilization, ABLE Data, National Rehabilitation Information Center for Independence. And there's just tons of information out there. Just punch a keyword into a search engine you'll find out what you need they have stuff for paralyzed veterans of america world institute on disability lighthouse is a place for to help you lighthouse.org and it's tons of different things so check those out uh look in the guides for caregivers things to minimize your risk of falls uh, all kinds of books and stuff to search out. A lot that you can find on the National Multiple Sclerosis Society, MS Association of America, and all those different sites. I know you're dying to know the answer to when does a caterpillar improve in morals. The answer is when it turns over a new leaf. So, yeah. Get ready, it's June, time to get out, do some fishing. There's one hour before and one hour after high tides, and one hour before and one hour after low tides are the best fishing days and times if you're near an ocean or something like that, or during the morning rise, get out, or the evening rise just before sundown are some of the best times to Go fishing and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, it's also time where you got to work your lawn, do your gardening and all that stuff. Deal with the crabgrass, the dandelions, the grubs, the thatch. And thatch your yard. is. We thatched our yard for the first time this spring. It was worth it. 
gets a lot of crap out of there and livens up your lawn to get it going for spring. Uh, looking at those things. Other than that, I suppose we could end it with one more weird news thing that we found. The families of two fishermen who drowned when they went out to sea despite warnings of the approaching hurricane, sued the National Office of Oceanic Atmosphere Oceanic and Atmosphere Research. No one is arguing the warning. Wasn't given. But the families are stating that the fishermen weren't specifically told not to go to sea. So that gave them a reason to sue them. <laughs> oh, these lawsuits are ridiculous. But they obviously have nothing else to do because they actually get the cases in court. So be good to yourself, be good to everybody else. Get shed a monster. And we will get back to you probably again tomorrow.